we're on. Welcome to Tall, Dark, and Fictional, a podcast about romance fiction with romance writers. Nope, by romance writers. Mm, I'm Kat <laughs> I'm Catwin. <laughs> I'm S.J. Tilly. And today, oh my god, today, uh... what we have such a big deal today, such a big announcement today. The biggest. And the best guest ever. Um, today, we have our dear writer friend, Gabby Marie, aka G. Marie Writes, and we are here to celebrate a huge event with her, which is... Drumroll, please. Gabby, you want to tell us? I have finally finished the first draft of any book I've ever written. Yay! Yay! All these fire tonight, that's for her. Yeah, okay. Happy 4th of you finished your book, July. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking huge. It's fucking huge. For anyone listening, like, if you haven't written a book, like, you should understand how huge this is because you haven't done it. And if you have written a book, you should also understand how huge this is because, like, it's your first book. It's your first book, baby. Yep. It is, and you, the way you said it, I feel like you're trying to underplay it. It is the first time you've ever finished a book. Period. Right. Yeah, sure, you gotta edit it. But like, there was no book to edit before. Now there is a True. full book and you did it. So, Gabby. Full length novel. Congratulations. <laughs> I feel, feel very good. personally invested in this. Uh-huh. I feel like we've really been been through it on the journey. You've been with oh. us on our journeys. Um, tell us a little bit about how you're feeling yeah. right now at this moment. Um, I feel pretty amped. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this at like what sometime after midnight I like you just at, finished yeah like literally I, I finished 22 minutes ago <laughs> I finished at 11 58 p.m and it's I was I told you guys earlier that I wish I had a deadline like this all the time I mean I I set this deadline myself but I was like you cannot make excuses anymore which is clearly something I have done because I've been working on this this particular story for like just over a year and it's had a lot of starts and stops and I really didn't think I was going to finish it I would not have finished it at all without our group. So thank you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, To any writer out there, get a group of friends (laughs) that like, that are also writers that are the people that you can like lean on um, to get you through it and who understand that when you have stared at your computer for an hour and written 20 words that, (laughs) that you're going to be okay and that you're going to finish it. (laughs) That you can actually do it because I doubted it many times, but I feel very excited. I am incredibly awake, so (laughs) (laughs) as you should be. Yeah, Yeah. no sleep tonight. Well, that's so true. I mean, honestly, this group is a ton of fun. So people that Mm -hmm. don't know, right? Like we have our little sprint group. And there's five of us, and we have three of us on right now. And when I first, when Kat first asked me if I wanted to sprint with you guys, and, like, I didn't know anybody. I knew Kat from, like, one episode, and I was like, hmm, that seems weird. (laughs) I'm like, you, like, write at the same time? Like, what? And then now I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I need this, because there's days where I'm like, I need to write you guys. Can we just get together? Because I'm not going to do it by myself. I'm going to scroll Instagram and fuck around on TikTok, and then it will be 2 a.m., and I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. It's like the something about the power of the collective really works on the mind, and mm-hmm. also not being so lonely when you're sitting with a fucking blank Google Doc just <laughs> fantasizing about one day finishing a story. There's something very real about having other people around you. I mean, it's like, look... 
running groups, right? Like they exist. If you're going to run, a, if you're going to train for a marathon, a lot of people will join a running group. It's kind of the same thing. Um, just nerdier, somehow right. even nerdier than runners. No, are writers. Far, far cooler. <laughs> yeah, right. So here's, okay, that's the great visual though of like starting a book and having that blank document and you're like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. So Tell us, Gabby, about... Because I didn't know you when you first started writing this. Like, we've known each other for probably about the amount of time that you've written this, but you started before, like, I was a part of this writing group, whatever. So, like, what was that like when you first started versus now? Because that's like, you have zero pages, and now you have many A lot of pages. pages. Yeah. I... So, this story, I just, like, randomly had an idea while I was driving. I was working where I have all my ideas when I can't do anything about it. Right. Um, And the story idea that I had is completely different than what this story has ended as. (laughs) And part of that is because this took me so long to write. So, every time I've come back to it, like, something kind of new happens and emerges. So, like, I definitely have a lot of work to do to, to kind of edit and rewrite it. But I tend to... I get really excited in the beginning... Cause I'm like, Oh, I have a great idea, but it's just an idea. It's not, there's no outline. I don't plot anything. So I just kind of start writing and see what happens. And I hit a point in this story, like last summer, late or early fall, where I was like, I don't know where this story is going. I don't want to write. I don't want to write it anymore. Maybe I'll never look at it again. And then I remember I was like talking to Kat one time and you were like, well, maybe you will. Maybe you'll go back to it. Like that happens. Like you could do that. You don't have to, but maybe you will. And that just got me thinking. I was working on another story that just like wasn't really working out. And I kept thinking about this one. And I finally pulled it back out because my biggest problem is like the middle. I think yeah. That's, maybe that's the slumpy middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where I had originally stopped because I was like, oh, this is I don't like it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Um, but pushing through was worth it. So I don't know. I feel, um, I didn't really ever think that I would finish a book. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to try this, but I didn't know. Why not? Why did you think you wouldn't finish? I don't know. I just, because it just seemed like I definitely have that, that, you know, like imposter syndrome, like who am I to write a book? Like I love to read. We all know that I could read a book a day and I do a lot of times and I love romance and I really love, I love writing. I like storytelling, but I was like, I don't even know if I'm any good at this. So that is always in the back of my head. Yeah, that's normal. How did did you, yeah. How did, what were some of the steps in overcoming? Um, I think just realizing that nothing about this draft needed to be perfect, right? And And it's obviously not, but I, you know, what is it? What is it? You always say like, you can't edit like an empty page really. Right. Like that you hear that saying a lot too. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very true. So I knew that I wanted to <laughs> write. Can you hear Pat. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Oliver he's like, is... he's like, isn't it bedtime? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This cat is done for the day. <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to go to sleep or he wants to eat. Yeah. Um, Fair same. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I don't remember what I, what I was I saying about how can't you can't edit. Page. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole thing, which you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. But like, it's very true. <laughs> like if I, I want to do this, right? Like I want it to be, I have a day job, but like I do have like that dream where I'm like, I could be an author, like I could publish a book. And that's always been my goal is that 
not only did I want to write a book, but I want to publish a book. I want to put it out there. I want people to read it, which I have hives just thinking about that right now. Um, not that it's even there yet, but I'm like, oh no, people might read it. Um, but that's what I want to do. And I'm like, I can't do that unless I write a damn book, right? So. <laughs> and I will say, like you said too, like having this group, like having author friends makes the process so much more manageable or like. Tolerable. Yeah. And like, just like within grasp, like, I mean, I, cause I, I did it without knowing any authors and it sucked. Like it sucked. Like, <laughs> But to have people you can lean on and like reach, you know, reach out to and ask questions to. And it's fun for us, like as a group to see the different process because we all have, I mean, with all of us, people are starting, people are finishing. It's exciting. So genres, subgenres, tropes, do we want to, do you want to share a little bit? You don't have to like, you know, give us a full synopsis, but. uh, Give me your elevator pitch. That's what I'm just kidding. Elevator pitch? Oh, shit. Make Um, it a little longer because we got a whole podcast. um so this this story i have a lot like as you guys know i will read like almost every sub genre possible so there's like yes you know (laughs) so there's um this one is contemporary sports romance um i have a thing for football players i always have so um that is what this is. It's it's about two people that are um, coming from very, two very different places of life um, with a little bit of forced proximity um, and and such and things like that. So um, tell us settings. Where is this taking place? It's taking place in a fictional coast. Well, it starts out in a fictional coastal town, kind of based around where um, I'm originally from, off the coast of South Carolina. Um, that's where our female main character Evie lives, and our um, other main character. Jackson lives in Atlanta. Um, He's the quarterback for their football team and he gets injured and, um, you know, it has the chance to be a career ending injury. So he kind of uh, goes home to uh, his, his family beach house to kind of lick his wounds, kind of hide from the world a little bit, but it turns out he might have a house guest Uh (laughs) that he doesn't really want. Like it's definitely a grumpy sunshine. I don't know how many tropes have I listed a couple. Not enough. I mean, (laughs) Never enough. Keep bringing them. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I can't wait for this. I seriously, you know, how I love sports <laughs> romance. Yeah. So this will be. Great. I will okay. say, I actually read. I think you gave me the first chapter. Two chapters. I think it was two chapters. Like yeah. very much against your will. I am just <laughs> one of these people who, you know, I can be very um, persuasive when I want to be, <laughs> and I managed to finagle uh, Gabby's chapters, and I really liked it. I was, and you know what? I'm a picky reader, and I'm kind of an asshole when I read other people's stuff. <laughs> And I true. was like, I was like, I want to know what happens next. I understand what you're setting up here. Your voice is very clear. I think you like incorporated a lot of tension right away. And those were just like the first few pages. So I'm excited. I mean, obviously, I know this is a whole process. You're going to have to edit. You're going to have to rewrite. Nobody is immune from that. Like nobody gets out of that without editing. Or if they do, like hit us up, I guess. Like, are you a writer who doesn't need to edit? Like, let us know. Just kidding. I really don't want to know you if you're a writer (laughs) you can absolutely fuck off but yeah I think that um I'm really excited and I hope you share more with us because the one good thing about being a writer not the one good thing one of the many good things about having writer friends just like what we're talking about is that you get so much like insider baseball writer stuff from other writers like they will Mm -hmm. give you their work you will read it before it goes to publication you understand their process like I've heard SJ like work out in her entire book 
right? Like I could tell you Y'all every plot point. Plot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every moment of every, and I'll still read the book and I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, look how that came together. But so clearly, like, I know everything she's written. So, I mean, it's just kind of exciting to be a part of somebody's life in that way. Yeah. I also love that you read, because you do this a lot where you're like, oh, give me like a chapter, this or that, like that would drive me insane to like read just like the first two chapters of someone's book that wasn't finished because I'd be like I want the rest of it I want to read the rest of it it's right a good now time. So you so don't always impatient. want the rest you don't always want the rest <laughs> well that's true uh, see that too also I'm not I'm not good at subtlety like I'm I don't not know. either like, I'm truly not either <laughs> Yeah. And I this, will rah rah somebody to death. Yeah. Which which is why I send all my stuff to Gabby. Gabby has read everything I've ever written and that is exactly why it is a, a so lovely. You yeah. Need someone that is just gonna love it no matter fucking what. Yeah, I'm not here for critique. I already know it's not good sometimes. <laughs> I already know that. I mean, and I think that uh I just feel like this was everybody's win today. It really was. And like we were yeah. all on together. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you didn't finish earlier today because <laughs> I, I was there. busy and I'm like I want to be there this is so fun yeah it was a lot of fun I was just on this podcast called what to read next with Lori Yaman and um I don't remember why I even brought this up or what we were even touching on, but the biggest obstacle in becoming a writer is finishing. That is the thing. You know, in life, let's talk about how finishing is very important, hey. <laughs> especially for men, right? Very <laughs> People important. with certain parts. Yeah. So um, finishing really matters and you did that. And so that is the biggest hurdle to publishing is finishing your book. It's not like the editing. It's not the figuring out the plot holes. It's not all that. It's just like finishing. Oh my God, I'm going to kill you. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The tapping or something. Oh, I don't know. what It was, it was something with my desk. Sorry. <laughs> You're just excited. You have that energy. And when I finished my first book, I know I've said this on the podcast before. The first time I fin- when I finished Partner Track, which was called Partners at the time, I got up. I had not slept all night. I stayed up all night to finish it. And I said to Matt, I really hope I don't die today because I just finished my first book and I feel like that would be a really big tragedy. So I don't want that to happen. That's how important it was to me. Like we will take all these moments very seriously. I think Mm -hmm. like these things are serious. These things are huge. You see, you say that now I'm like, what did I do when I finished writing Sleek Kitten? Well, not all of us have written fucking eight books. (laughs) But that was my first one. And I'm like, now I'm trying to remember what like the moment I finished and I I don't, my brain is mush. You don't remember at all? No. Oh my god. I remember the very first time I like when I first wrote well like how, well I guess you know how you got like Gabby's first couple chapters like I sent it to my mom. We all know I sent my stuff to my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird. And I emailed it to her and then like I went out to lunch with my sister like that next day. I was like let me read you like the first chapter of my book and we're like at lunch. She's like uh okay. You read it out loud? <laughs> yeah. To, to your sister at lunch. lunch? Yeah. All right. But I mean, I it was like it. the first chapter, like there was nothing dirty in it. Yeah. You know? But I was just like so fucking proud of it. I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> I love, it, I love that you loved it. It changed a lot after, I mean, once I edited it, that's the book I, you know, edited it so many times. It doesn't matter. Anyways. But now you have a podcast to like commemorate your finishing. So you can always come back and listen to this. What do you want to tell your future self when you come back and listen <gasps> Ooh, to this, when question. you finish your next book? Oh my God. Um, 
uh, what am I going to say? Hopefully, I'll be able to say that, like, it gets easier each time you do it. Possibly, maybe. Or finishing it once. Like, I am very excited now to try it again um, with something new. Like, when, when the time for that. Because now I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. I could, I could do this. Isn't that, like, the thing with anytime there's something scary, I'm always just like, I'm never doing this. And then once you finish it, you're like, oh, that was kind of fun. Let's do it again. I was with uh, my brother and sister-in-law earlier tonight. And I was, like, um, with my partner, Matt. And we were just, I was like looking at my watch and I, or my phone for the time. Who wears a watch? Um, and I was like, we got to go. It's eight o'clock. Like I need to get home so I can finish this. Like I have never been so like motivated to finish something in my life. And my brother was like, well, you wrote a book? And I was like, yeah, I told you that like last year. And he was like, oh, I must not have been paying attention. I was like, all right. He was like, well, what kind of book? And I told him it was romance. And he was like, okay. He goes, well, I'll read it when you're done. When you're it, like, no, you're you gonna shall pu- not. I know. He was like, are you going to publish it? And I was like, yeah, that's my goal. And he was like, okay, well, I have a Kindle. I'll read it. And I was like, I would rather you maybe don't. <laughs> you could buy it. Just, you know. Definitely buy it. Buy it. Please never, never read <laughs> it never crack that spine no you know what though maybe he secretly reads romance books all the time oh my god other people's are fine he maybe his yeah. wife your sister-in-law she can read it there yes. you go i told her she could read it i said none of my brothers though that's just a hard line it is it. it is the awkward fan well i mean again my mom reads whatever same gender it seems different it's mm-hmm. not but it is whatever so i was at my dad's house today and my stepmom reads all my books and so she was asking about the next one and asking whatever. And then because I have an audiobook coming out, my dad's like, well, maybe I'll do that because he does not he doesn't he doesn't read. <laughs> like It's not that he doesn't read romance. It just said he does not read stuff. Mm. But I'm like, mm, I don't know. I mean, buy it. <laughs> buy the audiobook. And then you'll probably <laughs> lose lose interest a few minutes in, which is fine. But like, like or don't mm. tell me if you're yeah. going to do yeah. that. Just I'd rather not know. That's fine. Yeah. You can some secrets are meant to be kept. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Skip me. ahead a chapter to. I wanted to I do want to talk about okay I don't know if we fully went through this but like how did you get past your slumps of um like feeling like you weren't gonna finish like let's talk about from because obviously it changed right like every time Mm -hmm. you kind of overcame some of that time some of those feelings like how did your what was your evolution of getting over writer's block I think it was a couple of things so I started my writing account on Instagram right when I decided that I was like, okay, I want to write. I want to write romance. This is, I want to do this thing. So for me, I very much have to tell people that I'm doing something to like help motivate you. Like, you know, like, cause if I don't, then I can't be accountable to myself. Like, <laughs> I I will let me get away with whatever. Same. I want to do. Same. So so that was part of it and I was like, you know, you know, my 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 fam, you know, my partner knows, my close friends know and you know, I love them to death, but like when your friends are like how's the book going? You're like, please, you're stabbing me in the brain like I cannot. Yeah, shut up. It's my going. Friends have it's never fine. asked. I just want to be so clear my friends have literally <laughs> never asked me that. <laughs> I love how supportive they are. They are wonderful. So like I'm going to send this to them and I love you guys so thank you thanks but, it, friends. but all those little reminders you know like even Matt would just say like some nights hey are you gonna write tonight and I'd be like I should probably write tonight you know so stuff like that and then obviously meeting you guys and then kind of forming our little sprint group and writing together 
Um, I think what's been so helpful is a lot of times I would get blocked because I just didn't understand. I didn't know what to do with the plot. Like I was like, what is happening with the story? So being able to talk about it in real time and then be like, all right, cool. I know where I'm going now. I'm going to spend this next 20 minutes, like trying to work that out on the page. Um, was really helpful. Trying to just do it by myself um, was really hard and I would just get super blocked and then just kind of leave it alone for like two weeks. Um, so yeah, I think those pressure, societal pressure yeah. and yeah. <laughs> no. community, communal um, pressure. Community, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, communal pressure and then but like in a good way, the good kind. And I mean, just like the desire that this is something I really did want to finish. Cause like, I've definitely tried things in the past, other stuff working out da, 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 that doesn't last. Right. And I was like, this is going to last. And, so, and it did. Cause you yeah. done did it. Did it. And the best, it. like, uh, like the best brainstorming sessions I've ever had have been with Gabby. Like we uh-huh. had a couple that like have that launched one of my books that I'm like 25,000 words in right now. I feel like I've had like all really good ones with you because like randomly sometimes you and I will be the only ones on a Zoom mm-hmm. and I feel like we always talk plot like always mm-hmm. and, and for whatever reason that really works for me. That has always like yeah. really given me a lot of clarity in what I'm writing. So well, it helps that Gabby's read a million books. Maybe that's it. Do you think? Maybe. I, you're just like full of, um, you're just, your well has been filled. I just am bursting with like <laughs> romance books and like <laughs> ideas and stuff. I mean, that's always been the thing. Like I have a lot of ideas. It's just always been the execution, right? Like, I guess that's everybody, but, <laughs> um, but that's like my favorite thing to do. Honestly, talking about romance books, writing, reading, all of it. I don't really want to do anything else in life. So that's, you know what? And the fact that we all understand that is why it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why it works and like also what I've noticed is interesting and maybe SJ I don't know if this is your experience or not like every book I've written it's been different writing it like it's been a different experience it's been like a different different sound it's oh no I'm okay we're gonna SJ's dogs are all woken up I also want to take this moment to just say Griff has been snoring so loudly behind me this entire time and I don't know if it's getting picked up by the audio or not um yeah but like so you might find like the next time that you write a book that it's the next time you write a book which will be very soon I, I'm sure that it's mm-hmm. going to be a totally different experience yeah I want to try my hand at some plotting or some out you know what let me not call it plotting maybe just like an outline yeah to really set myself up for success because I don't want to spend a year every Again. time you know what would an out what does an outline look like for you I mean, to me, it's pretty basic because I'm still probably going to change stuff as I go along. But I would like to know, I want to know how the story is going to end, which I did not know this for this one at all. Like, I didn't yeah. even know how the story was going to end until like 15,000 words ago. Yeah. So <laughs> that's when we worked um, it out. Yeah. That was we that time. Yeah. But I want to try to. I would like to outline each chapter at least, um, or the beats, as we say. Um, find the the now dawn you're of the dead. Professional. The dawn of the dead, right? That's what it's called. I will never remember the right. Dark phrase for night that. of the soul is that what you're thing. talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I yeah. So I I think that's what I'm gonna try. My problem is is that I just want to start writing. I don't want to take the time to do the outline because yeah, I'm very too. impatient. But I think I really need to do that this next time. I I outline a little bit ahead. I've noticed that's what I do and like but I have to be right I kind of have to do things simultaneously so I have to start writing so that I know what I'm doing because an outline is too sterile for me like I have to really be I don't really know what the characters are going to do until I'm in the moment so yeah. I don't and I don't know why 
that is, but it just is. Um, but I, yeah, so I can never quite outline, but I also do kind of outline. And much like SJ, like I use the notes in my phone. That's where I do it all. That's where just like you could scroll for like an hour to like to get to the end of all the notes that I have for all my stupid like uh, projects that are uh, currently in motion. I'm here for all the outlining and I missed the first half of this because my dogs are fucking maniacs. Uh, <laughs> so sorry about that. But yeah, that's um, there's like, I don't know, for me, there's a comfort in the outline of I know where it's going and and that too like I think like having that completed outline like what you're saying Kat like you know like it doesn't feel like deep enough or whatever like I don't start my book until I have my outline totally done which means I know my characters very well so I think that's like you know like a complete thorough one versus like a bullet point sort of situation because then it's because there are like I have a lot I have a lot of partial outlines that I'm like there's no way I would start them because one I don't feel comfortable doing it without having my story but also two like I don't know the characters enough yet you know we're so different in that way because I can only really get to know the characters through the act of writing like I can have a little bit of an outline but I couldn't do like a whole but I do hold the story in my head if that makes sense like I'll know my biggest way of knowing my characters <laughs> this is like at night laying in bed like thinking about certain scenes and like I'll just like lay there and like just like daydream about them and like that's like just like the deep dive into pretending you are them or mm. that you're there or something's happening like and that's normally how every outline I have or book I have starts is from like one scene that I'm just like this would be great and always write it down in the middle of the night yes. you better write it down you're not gonna remember yes. a thousand percent yes to that yeah i make myself little voice memos on my phone also good because mm-hmm. sometimes the things i type in my notes app i'm like what is this i but that's fine too like it really doesn't matter if you ever look back at it it really doesn't even matter it's like not even about that because like sometimes i've mm-hmm. noticed just writing it down i will remember it the next day then and if mm-hmm. it matters and i'm gonna use it then it was just like the act of cementing it somewhere but yeah. um yeah i want to ask you more questions too but what else are we i'm like totally blanking because it's 12 45 at night what did i miss <laughs> when i stepped away <laughs> nothing i was we were just getting to outlining and i did kind of like direct a question to you but like you were already up so it's okay it's okay i heard the beginning of that you can redirect it to me i'm sorry i don't remember (laughs) totally okay i'm just really excited and i'm happy for for you gabby but we're not ending yet because we have not even hit 30 minutes what else can we cat i don't know have you read enough like sports romances that we could like go on a tangent here of like talking about a couple of our favorite sports romances sure yeah okay okay i mean i can't list yours because you're right here mine i'm like gabby and i have read plenty i mean I we could I just all don't know say if you've read any yeah yeah, yeah. of course okay. i have um okay. a funny thing about me is that i've read a lot of books <laughs> but not recently funny thing funny, thing. Go funny thing okay. about me okay uh, let me start actually with like one of my favorites this is oh, actually one okay. can i is that okay That's fine. um That's this was one of my first romances that I was really like oh shit I didn't know this was how we were writing now because it was like a really really close up point of view and it was Kristen Callahan's football series Mm -hmm. and um, there's like definitely completely naked dudes on the cover right I'm pretty sure like all three in that football series have just like shirt like they're they don't just look shirtless they look naked I don't know how to describe it but I can't yeah you know what I'm talking about Um, yes and so that something about the way she wrote those books like the way she made a really simple 
act be very, very sexy or like something be a little bit forbidden. Like in one of the books, there's definitely a scene where the woman, the like the female character is with the guy and they're like in the living room with his brother and sister-in-law, but it's like nighttime and everyone's kind of like dozing off watching a movie and they're like under a blanket and she gives him a hand job at that moment. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh my God. And there were little details in there that just like worked so well, like wiping her hand off on his shirt. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like something about it was graphic. so, yeah. yeah, very graphic, but like in the, in the best way. Um, right. And also just like, so such a small part of it was actually about sports. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is fine for me. It was football, right? It wasn't hockey. It was football. I'm pretty positive. Well, that, yeah. yeah. that too is something that I think it like the sports part is an element of it. And sometimes it's a huge element, like Colty from Mariana Zapata, where she is mm-hmm. a player. He is the coach and a lot of their time is spent on the field. Not all of it, but like, you know, a lot of the time is spent around soccer, but like, there's so many other sports romances that like I fucking love and like, and I've written, you know, but that it's like the sports part is just like, it's just an element. The conduit. Like, yeah. The it's like, it makes them hot. It's like, it's a fun <laughs> added bonus to be able to throw in a couple of scenes of like them playing but I think, fuck, I don't even, I'm trying to think of what my first like sports romance was. But I know one of my favorites because I love the sports rom com. I've read plenty of like sports contemporary, like dramatic, whatever. But Pippa Grant, I love her so much. And she has the first book in her series is The Pilot and the Puck Up. And it's full rom com. And that book opens. Okay, talk about graphic. <laughs> Okay, this book opens if you haven't read it. Gabby, you've read this, right? I don't think I've read that one. What? I've definitely never read this one. I have not. Get off the call. Go read it. Come back. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, This is like, it's seriously one of my favorites. It's super short, fast read, and it's the first in a series. They're all interconnected standalones. And her books, a lot of them take place in like the same universe, which is kind of fun. Anyways, doesn't matter. So there's the Burger Twins, and book one is about Zeus Burger, and the other, the next one is about the other okay, twin. Okay, name. Yeah. Okay, but they name. Are, <laughs> but they're like, you know, like six foot eight monsters, basically. Like, they're just meant to be like <laughs> they this. They might these, as like, well be over- blue aliens. <laughs> yeah, oversized fucking beasts. And this one opens at like a charity auction thing and Zeus Burger's there with a bunch of his friends and he dresses in drag because he lost a bet or something and he's in like a mini dress and he's like this big dude in like this tiny little dress and it's like a super fancy event at like some golf course or whatever and then he sees this woman because then he's like you know I mean there's a bunch of dumb man stuff right but like mm-hmm. he he's making bets with this he's like well of course i can still pick up girls wearing this and they're like no way pick up that girl and it's the other main character and she's a pilot she is a pilot who flies a plane that simulates weightlessness so she is trying to get like new clients because they do it for fun they do it for training whatever anyways that's not important but so like the whole opening scene is him trying to impress this girl and she's not easily impressed with fucking anybody and she doesn't care that he's like a hockey player but so he finally gets her into a, a back room a coat room or something and they start like making out things get hot and heavy and then he premature finishes in his dress like they're not even like oh touching <laughs> and he's like and she's like did you did you just <laughs> and he's like ah <laughs> And it's like so awkward to read and so also hilarious and so not what you would expect in a romance book where normally it's like 
they perform super well and they're super you know and so like for him the rest of the book is him trying to prove to her that he's not like you know inept and that he can do this and that you know and it's and it's just fun and funny and like Mm -hmm. he's a great character but that might I don't know if that was my first sports or not but it's one of my favorites I go back to it a lot I might have to check that out. Uh, finally, a book I have not read. Oh yeah, my God. I'm impressed. What's, what's yours, Gabby? I have a couple. I'm trying. So I feel like some of the first sports romances I read were also Kristen Callahan series. Um, and that was like kind of when I discovered her. I love that series as well as her other one, like her rock star series is great. Also a good um, one. Yeah. I'm not familiar with this person. Oh, oh, gosh. Read, Managed oh, is, so was good. one of my favorite. And that's a slow burn, yeah. like the slowest of mm. slow burns. It's a really, that one, that's, that's my favorite book of hers i think of yeah. all of them um i also read a lot of like I, I might say her name wrong isla madden mills um she has a really good like college football romance mm-hmm. series that was like something i read like years ago i feel like and then but my ultimate ultimate favorite sports romance book is and we just talked about this like two hours ago is from luke off with love by mariana zapata um it's like a true enemies to lovers like they are two it kind of reminds me of the cutting edge mm-hmm. but different and I don't know how to explain it there's just there's so many good scenes like you know she's a character from another book which I actually haven't read the other book dear Aaron she's the sister um, but she's she's very much she's that she's that female lead character that like maybe you don't really like right away um, she has a ton of walls up she's very protective of herself she's highly competitive um, you know figure and she's, skater right yeah she's yeah. a figure skater sorry and she's skating with somebody and the two of them like hate each other right but obviously they don't really hate each other uh, there's just a lot of really great moments in that book you can hear Oliver. <laughs> Really? I can I can't hear him because of these. Oh my god. I don't oh know god. why that's such a funny meow. I'm it sorry. He's just screaming. He's Dude, it's a whale. I think he's upset because I'm downstairs and yeah. like I'm awake and he's yeah. like, You need to come to bed. Um <laughs> But anyways, the, that book is so good. She obviously, she writes the best, the slowest burn. Like, you've got to get to 97% before you're like, you've got that In kind of In a 500 of like, page book. Yeah. Yeah. But like, she does the sexual tension just so well. And then a close second, of course, is um, The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. Did I say that title right? No. You did say oh, it right. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you said do yeah. say it before. Yeah. yeah. Is that a Mariana Zapata? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Football. Yeah. That was my so first good. book of hers. And me it's too. long and it's so fucking good so mariana i love your books if you're out there <laughs> did you reach out to her sj for the no podcast? i haven't she <laughs> they won't let me into her reader group on facebook what so whoever is... <laughs> why i don't know no one will approve me and it really makes me mad uh, why is sj blacklisted first what know. did she do that's what i want to know i don't know but she occasionally shares my stuff when i tag her in right. on instagram so i don't think she i don't think she hates me but maybe it's because like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I answer all the questions. I have I have tried multiple times to get back into your group. The slow burners. Can someone let me in, please? I'm a super fan. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> Promise and I don't not know to why. self-promote. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they... I, whatever. I'm not so salty funny. about it. It's fine. Not Maybe someday. I'm super fucking salty about it, actually. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Maybe someday. <sighs> Uh, what, what haven't we talked about what are we missing i just feel like there's so many things to like miss- to dive in here i i really have to say oliver is so funny sounding it, it's it's oh, so funny he it? he, it's, it's fine. not bad he it's can. just funny it's just hilarious yeah to me the way like oh, how desperate we gonna- he sounds 
I was going to talk. This is why I need my notebook. I wasn't prepared for tonight. Because um, we were going to talk. We were talking about sports. And I was like, there's an obscure sport. Like, having obscure sports and books is also hilarious. And oh, my God. Like curling and shit? Of? Yeah. But, yeah. like. Like ping pong? Bocce ball. <laughs> okay. But do you Speed have walking. actual book examples for these? No. Because that's no. what I'm thinking of. There's, like, an actual book I'm thinking of. Hmm. Fucking hell, you guys. Um, and I also really wanted to quickly say Eve Dangerfield, it's not a sports romance, but her first and is First and Forever, I think is the name of the book. The one that... Um, the new one? Yeah, it's her newest one. The DJ? Yes. So the DJ, it, she it, that's the main female character and the main male character is a rugby player. So I forgot about that. Um, but like it's not rugby. really sports. It's not really a sports romance. But he is he is a um, a sports player. Sports player. He's an <laughs> athlete. Player. He's a participant <laughs> in sports. He does a thing with a ball and it go team happens. go. Yeah. <laughs> Athletics are number one. I have just two more suggestions. I hope that's all right because yes. now I can't stop myself. So Karina Hale is like one of my favorite authors. She writes a wide variety of things, um, but she does have. Um, couple books she has one book where um i think the guy is a rugby player and it's not necessarily a sports romance but there is a lot obviously around his career one of the hottest books i've ever read um and then amy dawes if you like soccer challenge yes yes. she's got a great like soccer series that's really really brothers Mm -hmm. that is also very good I love that. It's very, so it's a very long series too. Mm-hmm. Like this is where like I struggle with like sometimes cause like I, she has like some new books and I'm like, I need to go back to the beginning and start over before I read the new ones. Cause I think she just finished like the very last one in that series. But soccer is fun. Soccer is fun to mm-hmm. read about. I don't know why. Like they're, I yeah. mean, it's not super popular here, like as a sport in the U S still, but like for some reason, like these soccer romances are just, they're just great. They're just cardio. great to the Minnesotan. They're just yeah, great. Yeah, so great. I mean, they've got good stamina. They're just running the whole time. There's okay. No, like, whistles. I'll say it. Soccer players are the hottest athletes. Hey. All right. Controversial. Very um, controversial. <laughs> I can I see it. I can see it. You do mm-hmm. get to see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like the football yes. pads or the hockey True. uniforms. I, I just do. love the hockey though. I mean, I mean, we have David Beckham, right? He's our yeah. flagship soccer player. That makes me think of Bend It Like Beckham, which like right. I've seen that movie 45 times. <laughs> I've never seen it. it. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> I, anytime I hear hear his name, I just think of Colty, the book Colty. I cannot tell yeah. you how much I love that book, how obsessed I am with it. Like, and he doesn't look like that guy. Like, that's not what the, it was based off of. But it's just like mm-hmm. the idea that it's like a world famous, like the most famous mm-hmm. soccer player of our generation. Like, that's who Colty is. And there's just yeah. something so great about that. And the fact that he's so surly. And, okay, I'm just going to go on a tangent on this book because I fucking love it. You guys, book. read Colty. It, again, Mariana Zapata super slow burn she is a professional soccer player in texas like on that team she doesn't play for the national team because some bitch was like it's her or me (laughs) and they went with her like the other person whatever anyway so he comes on as a coach specifically because she's on that team and she has some of the best goals in women's soccer but she doesn't know that like she just thinks he's there she doesn't know that he thinks that she's a great player and like their relationship slowly starts it's really contentious to begin with because he's just a dick and she's like the only person that ever 
stands up to him and she starts calling him like because he's german and so she'll call him things like bratwurst and like german chocolate cake and <laughs> pumpernickel and like just these hilarious and they end up being like terms of endearment like as their friendship builds but it is it's like a slowly building friendship and then there's stuff for like they pictures of them like getting into a car but they're just like he's taking her to the doctor's office but now it's all the the tabloids of ooh is she having a relationship with her coach and now all of like her teammates are being bitchy to her and like there's just so many layers of it and like because it's so long too you get to really see that you know that transgression transgression evolution evolution maybe that's a better word transgression's the wrong term mm. of their you know building their relationship and him coming out with shell and it's kind of sad because once you know once she really gets to know him it's like he friends her on his personal facebook account that's like a fake name and he has 25 friends and she's like do you know how many likes you have on your like professional page and she's like it's like 29 or some some absurd amount of million of number of people that like follow his professional thing but she's like realizing that like he doesn't have friends because that's the sort of thing when you hit that threshold of famous Mm -hmm. like you no longer have the luxury of just being friends with whoever you want and so it makes more sense that he's just a total asshole you know but he wants to be friends with her and then it's just, i don't know it's so fucking great like every time i'm just talking about the book i'm like i want to go listen to it again even though i literally finished listening to it like two weeks ago <laughs> i don't care so you good know, you know what else is great about marina zapata she has this whole series of sports romances i mean they're standalones but she writes each of them as though she's an expert in that sport and that is super impressive like because colty was colty is great you get a lot of action in that book too um mm-hmm. so there's i mean she has soccer she has figure skating she has football there is a rugby book yeah a rugby book so like it's just really impressive how she does that yeah she's great we love you that's the kind of research i'm not willing to do sorry <laughs> because <laughs> i Same. hate sports truly i hate them uh and you can put me on i'm on record saying i hate sports but i will still read on occasion a sports romance so you don't have to like sports to read sports not. romance you really don't but yeah. you probably have to like them at least a little bit to write it is my assumption yeah at least a little right you have to be like invested enough to know like yeah. what yeah. the thing somebody plays on yeah. is you know well <laughs> like, and this too is where you need to have a friend like my mom and stepdad are huge hockey fans like huge hockey fans and he like coached hockey so like when i had questions i sent it to them so you just need someone you can ask mm-hmm. so you don't have to spend all your time on google that yeah. shit sucks yeah. but i will yeah. say too like you don't need to understand understand a sport like you say to read it i just got a message from someone i don't think they have hockey in australia um we don't know talking. i don't think so we should ask michaela we should Shout ask michaela love michaela, hey, eve. michaela eve you're the best Everybody it wasn't her, her it was another reader that messaged me that was like i've never seen a hockey game before like i don't know anything about it but i read your book and i loved it like it's like you don't need to understand anything about it like and literally you can go onto youtube and be like best hockey plays or best whatever and two minutes later you're like enough of an expert that you can figure it out <laughs> Like we said, sports is the conduit for the romance. That's what romance mm-hmm. is about. Like romance doesn't exist on its own by itself. It needs um, a vehicle to to see it. Like you need a vehicle to tr- to move the romance. And so sports is one of those ways. And like sports is such a big thing in America. It's a big thing everywhere. It's a unifying thing. It's a thing mm-hmm. that there's like built in tension and like a lot of kind of like sexuality is wrapped around with sports. So it makes sense that we pair that with romance and that's a big part of the romance unity well and if you like that sort of alpha male type of character then sports romance is kind of a natural fit because it's a very for better or worse that's like the perception of 
It's the high testosterone. Yeah, yeah. The, the highly Beat your chest. competitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we know I'm here for all the alpha bullshit. Yes, same. <laughs> they Cats love like, it. Stop love- it. No, <laughs> I don't mind. So I don't have a preference with reading, obviously. Um, yeah. But when I write, I always write the same guy. And I, not the same guy. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I write always different characters, but I always write, I never really write like a beta male. Even when I like, or no, guys, I never really write an alpha It's late. Male. Here's it's the, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I also don't really agree with like assessments that we make of alpha beta whatever i feel like it really takes away from like the nuance of Mm -hmm. what a character who a character actually is like i i really do but i understand why we use it and i it's like a a good tool to a good shorthand Mm -hmm. to explain what you're about to get into it's like listing tropes it, the same yeah. exact thing, right? It's part yeah. of tropes. And, but, but I do think it's a little regressive. And I do think maybe mm-hmm. at some point the romance community can go ahead and address this with our alpha beta obsession because I do find it to be um, really annoying, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Thought about a moment. annoying because yours often get labeled as beta or? Yeah, and maybe that's part of it because I think like there's also like a weird, deeply ingrained misogyny element of this where men have to be a certain way and that is not like a knock on writing men a certain way like at all right you know what I'm saying it's just like this perception that one way is better than the other or that you know putting certain listing certain tropes will automatically like downgrade your story because I will always get comments like that from people when it's like oh it's a beta male like oh yeah no that's just like not like for me or what whatever they perceive that to be I'm like it's not whatever it is you are perceiving that to be it just isn't like yeah it's it's not what you think and it's I don't know something about that really annoys me I'm actually like thinking of something specifically but I'm not gonna bring it up here (laughs) (laughs) no I get it like I totally get it because there's times when like you know I've had stuff that's just like a trope is mislabeled and or you know someone just Mm -hmm. reads it a different way and you're like that's not what this is Mm -hmm. and that's totally true because it's I mean the alpha reigns supreme you know is like oftentimes how it's how it's thought and looked and I mean I write just over the top alpha bullshit like but it's romance and that's how I like to write them, but I'll read anything. But I think too, mm-hmm. like you hear that term beta, right? And people are just like negative connotation. Yeah. It's immediately yeah. it's like, oh, a lesser or whatever. But it's like and I guess I don't know I don't know terms, you know, and like when I read Partner Track, I'm like, he doesn't like he's not a pushover, you know, and it, I guess mm-hmm. like in my brain, like you hear the term beta, you think like oh, I was just like some like right. pushover guy, but like he's not, and he like calls her dirty things and like takes control and like for me I'm like he's plenty alpha in lots of situations. So I guess like yeah. I don't understand That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it is meaningless to me because I'm like mm-hmm. I is it like you have to have just like a man who like barely speaks words and like just beats his chest? Is that <laughs> That, like what we're all grunts. looking for yeah I mean, like some of us are looking for that sometimes okay. you want some grunts hold on wait stop what <laughs> I don't ever want anybody to grunt I was just kidding about that um no it like annoys me I think because I think it's like detracts from true real character developing and writing when it comes to men and that really matters um and you're saying, yeah, you write alpha men, but you also write like nuanced real characters right. that have. But like, see, I would argue 
I would argue that claiming that like the the not speaking and the grunting or whatever like that's like assuming that that means that they're like transparent or like one dimensional characters like they're not like I've read some really and Mariana Zapata has some characters like that that like don't speak much like literally don't speak much throughout the whole book but like sometimes you don't need to so it's like when I say but that that's as a my joke, point like, right like yeah. is that it doesn't really and, and it's fine to use like we use all kinds of things for marketing like and that's mm-hmm. fine and it's it makes it more accessible for people to understand what they're going to get into romance readers want to know like uh, and i and i think this has a lot to do with uh the core the inner relation between romance reading sex and uh porn basically does this make sense because okay hear me out and not all romance has sex in it right nor does it need to but it still applies. So when you're looking at porn, what are you doing? Categories. There are a million categories. There are tropes, right? Same fucking yeah. thing. And mm-hmm. everybody's, you know, like it's like this and it gets real specific if you want it to. And like it can get real broad if you want it to. Right. And that is like a marketing, a selling thing. And it's very important to people because there is when you're looking for what you when you're looking for something to like fulfill you in a very specific way, you can start to become um, picky very picky about it right and and if you go online like people asking like recommendations for romance novels you'll see things like um i want a romance novel where the man only wears blue and the woman only wears yellow and they fight over this all the time like that would be something someone would be specifically looking for it's so similar to me to like porn like when people are looking up stuff like that but um I think that things are related. I don't know. It's like a matter of like being fulfilled in a very, very like certain way, very particular way. Um, Mm -hmm. So I get why we use those. But also um, maybe we just I think like we could change and hone and like make our terms a little more. um, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Like useful or not useful, (laughs) just something. And I'm not saying we shouldn't use them either. Obviously, I use them. So well, and I mean, it does it does the same thing where it's like it, it. you can narrow it down, but you can also limit what you're finding because you think you don't like something or it's not labeled correctly right you know and two in the book world like and we've gone you know we've talked about this many times when it comes to tropes and to triggers and to this and to that and like triggers are different you know because it's actually triggering but there's stuff where it's like you want stuff to be a surprise or you want something to still be like a question or you know and there's like i have a it's a very minor trope, but I have a trope in Latte Darling that I have not mentioned publicly that's there that people will like or or hate or hate. Like it is something <laughs> you love or you don't. And I'm not I'm not sure I'm going to do anything with that. Or maybe you don't right away. Maybe you wait until the, the book has been released for a while and then you decide, all right, you know, maybe I'll add this in somewhere once. Well, once the book is released, it, it. It, I won't have yeah. to. Like, right. sure, it sure, will true. be there. People will say. <laughs> the readers will do the work for you. <laughs> the readers will do the work. <laughs> On it, yeah. I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's the same as not the same because it's different. Cause it's not as like some people don't like it. But like, you know, in Mr. Sin, he's a single dad and you're not mm-hmm. supposed to know that. And I wanted i did my best to keep that a secret because it's supposed to be a surprise and like the very first round of people that ever read it which was minimal because it was my first book that released and not many people i didn't have like an arc team but nonetheless like the first couple posts i saw about it like put like list the tropes single parent i'm like god damn it you know (laughs) so like i know that the second this book is released into the world it will be out there but it's also like "Mm." some people will like for that reason they'll buy it and some people will be like i'm not gonna read it and that's always the risk yeah oh yeah and i don't want to because i want to make people be like are you sure you don't want to just give it a shot you know so which is why i didn't well and again i i think i think you have to have faith in people too people who um i just think you have 
to have faith that, that your reader will find your book if you're putting it out mm. there enough. And I think they will, because there's lots of times where I will read things that maybe I wouldn't gravita- gravitate towards naturally, but mm-hmm. there's something like, I don't know, it just hits me a certain way one day and I finally decide to do it. Like that's just all marketing, right? Like you know better than yeah. anyone else. So I don't know, it's tricky. And I think that's the best thing about romance books, honestly, though, like when we talk about alpha, beta, X, Y, Z kind of things, some people want to know exactly what they're getting into. Do you know what I mean? Like, I definitely see posts all the time where people are like, I don't want to see this, this or this. And I want these very specific things. Like you were saying, blue dress, yellow shirt or whichever, Um, where you're like, I don't know if a book exists that can meet all of these needs, but maybe it does. You know, it it probably does. (laughs) Um, But then there's also plenty of readers that really want that element of surprise. And they're like, you know what, whatever, I'm going to give, I'm going to give this a chance. It's different than what I normally read. But I agree that a lot of nuance gets lost when you have because like authors have you know only so many ways they can like catch somebody's attention so you're like all right here's what I think is going to grab people but you never know what could be a turnoff I see plenty of people say they're like I don't really like the alpha male and it's like or I don't like this kind of male or whatever but like my my main character is I guess you could quote unquote call him sort of an alpha but he also like there's a whole part of the book about him like going to therapy you know like I think it's fun to try to well yeah but like actually seeking therapy and like talking about it which you don't get to see a lot with sometimes you see it more now in romance books but like you used to never see that Um, so I think it's I just think that the I think the terms are limiting but then it's also like we also are stuck with having to use them you have yeah, we don't have repla- yeah, we don't yeah. have replacements and I think that's yeah. fine. I think the discussion is worth having. Like I'm yeah. not you know what discussion's not worth having, guys? What? The one about fucking rom coms. If anybody brings <laughs> this up again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what did I miss? You know exactly what I'm talking about. moving on from that i have a question for you to bring us back to um why we got on this recording in the first place gabby what do you think it's gonna feel like to release this book to the public sheer terror (laughs) no i'm just kidding um i don't know i I waffle behind I waffle between two things like part of me like really wants people to read it and like like it and then the other part of me doesn't want anybody to read it yeah but why not because it's scary man shit like I would like what did I I told you I don't know who I told earlier but I was like I would honestly rather somebody read it and go man she's not that great of a writer than than them say like that was boring oh yeah for sure boring right so like that's my greed my greatest fear is like being boring Mm mm-hmm you won't so, be. But, you know, if somebody reads it, then they might discover those things. <laughs> right. Well, this is true. <laughs> I, I mean, know that. It's that there's always that level of rejection. But, but based off of what we were literally just talking about, like, there is an audience for everything. And first off, like, yeah. sports romance is a very big audience. But also, yeah. like, even if there's, like, some tropes or some side plots or something that you're like, I don't know. Like, there is a reader for fucking everything. Yeah. I mean, look at the monster bait, you know, section of romance. Like... That I am now a reader of. Oh, same. <laughs> I love it. But, like, it just goes to show, like, there... <laughs> you will have an audience yeah. no matter what. And I what. might write one. You should. What? Oh my god, spoiler for the pod, everybody. I am thinking about re um, writing a reimagining of a 1980s movie with some aliens in it, but I won't say which one it is. Sorry, continue, SJ. <laughs> 
that was it. I mean, that just oh. goes to show right there what you <laughs> yeah. said, right? Like there is someone that will, mm-hmm. there's lots of someones that will love that shit. Yep. Because it's going to be great. And also too, it's like, you know, your voice, like people, you can write, again, we're going to talk the queen of long book, slow burn, Mariana Zapata, like not a lot, not a lot happens in a lot of those books, like actual mm-hmm. big events. But like you're there and you're with it because of the voice and because of the characters. Yeah. Well, hopefully... <laughs> And you've made like, like you're in a much a much better place than I was when I you know released my book or when I first got into the when I first finished my book like I had like one writer friend and then maybe like two and then Mm -hmm. I was like oh god what do I do now and like I only joined Instagram because I was like well I won't do anything with this I didn't know there was like a huge world I didn't know that's where everything was happening you know in the writing community I had no idea and I'm sure I'm like missing out on other parts of the writing community on other platforms but it's like I didn't know that that was what was going on and you have been building relationships and like being out there and doing that for a while now so yeah that's huge yeah it's I've learned like a lot and that's why I started it originally I was like maybe I could learn some things about like how one gets a book out into the world had no clue what all it takes and all the things like so I'm still learning but it's like it's I think it's just all a very fun exciting experience and it's cool to just meet so many other people that are as passionate about the same thing whether whatever you write whatever you read like we're all kind of joined by just the love of the of like romance genre right so like but there's literally something for everybody and everybody can fit into the community in some way and has something to offer and I think that's what's great about it unless I don't like and then they do not (laughs) unless you hate the book no um no the person not even the book (laughs) hey we don't all like all of us like we all read very different things we do like we even have our own discussions where we'll be like I loved it oh I hated it you know like <laughs> like when you're telling me about the book with all the cheating in it the other day and I'm like all the thumbs down thumbs in the down, world down, okay I, I did a bad job explaining that book I but you did a great job. it wouldn't matter it yeah, wouldn't matter it not would not matter I was like <laughs> I see what's going on there and but I would say that kind of book with what you did describe um that is not a conventional romance yeah. and they would definitely they definitely have to say that in the like warning 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 yeah. like somewhere and it was yes. it was yeah. definitely it was outlined i knew right. what i was getting into right. 100%. um we but love i also consent. have very few we love yeah. a consensual queen <laughs> i knew exactly what i was what i was getting into and i was here for it i love that for you i do <laughs> <laughs> but we do we all love different things and i yep. we all know my obsession with historical Wolf. romance oh, okay. that yes. has say, gone well, nowhere not it's gone reverse nowhere. harem yeah. that too every time you say um, something i just add another thing on <laughs> yes shifter romance mafia romance over here oh my god can i get enough of them yeah and those aren't for me i read but i do love an ice planet barbarian um i love a i love like i don't even know right now where i'm at you guys reverse harem i did read that spider one didn't think it was it wasn't for me but it did not weirdly still did it oh okay not only did i do it but (laughs) the reason i did it was because the author had posted an illustration of the like spider-man fucking the main character and i was like i was that that like rick and morty like morty meme where he's like i'm in (laughs) that was me (laughs) 
That and image you, is still in my brain. And you know yeah. who sent me that image? One S.J. Tilly, who then later <laughs> forgot in classic S.J. Tilly fashion, who literally, who like one week later forgot she sent it. I sent it back and she's like, what is this? <laughs> and then did you send it to all of us? Yeah, yeah, I, I sure like, did. I sure sent that without oh. any warning to a group chat. I just... I cannot unsee that. Why was I into that? It's so weird because that's not like... Me, yeah, I just I thought there was like artistry to it that I thought was really beautiful. <laughs> it was really well done. And yeah. the best part about reading and writing romance is finding out new things about yourself that you had no idea that you were into. But I'm and not. I want like, to be clear, I'm not. Well, not, yeah. not that you're into <laughs> yeah. spider sex, which right. is, you know, good, right? Yeah. That's a fictional world, not yes. the real world, folks. Yes. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> I just think it's like I'm much more open and free with talking about things that interest me that I'm into like whatever whatever so that's my little plug for reading romance is empowering um what else we did get uh, we we got a little far away from the beginning of our topic but that's okay because you know what this is a holiday episode and (laughs) oh yeah the the what we're celebrating is um I guess quote unquote freedom question mark Freedom to in write light, what we want. In, yeah, in the light of certain recent events in America over the past, let's say, four hundred years, right. um, yes. maybe we haven't had as much freedom as we thought. But you know what? One way to be free is to be creatively free. So at least for now, we kind of have that. This is true. Jesus. Happy birthday, America! <laughs> Happy birthday, that. Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Just roll Jesus. them all up. Yeah. Well, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then fireworks. Because Jesus Jesus. founded America in 1492, right? <laughs> Something like Jesus, that. Jesus sailed the ocean blue. It works. Jesus was born in Missouri. Um, song still works. Are we keeping this in? I'll keep that in. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> yeah. Gabby. Please, well, at, please at me if you hate anything I said. I'm just kidding. <laughs> actually i will say this um if you are interested in in the future beta reading for gabby hit her up send her a message so question Mm -hmm. are you going to start editing tomorrow or are you going to give yourself a break i'm going to give myself a break only sj would ask this fucking question tomorrow (laughs) i gave myself a break she's like i gave myself a day it was like three days it was great okay I, I'm off work this coming week just because I took some time. So I think I'm going to like truly just Chill. staycation it up. I'm going to read and stuff. Um, I have some other like ideas that I kind of want to like just maybe start jotting down for future things. And then maybe after that, I, I really want to print it out and do that first pass reading it, like holding it in my hands because I think that'll be helpful. You but yeah, I will at some point need some beta readers. I got to figure that shit out. So I might need some too. I'm not going to lie. I have a book that I think needs some beta. Maybe you and I can go through an editing process together because I do think sure. I have a book that needs one more editing pass. Um, also exciting news is that I may have hired someone to make a cover and I'm really excited about this. Yay. This was a, a referral from SJ and I am like so psyched because SJ's covers are immaculate and I think- Thank you. And I really think um, this is going to turn out good. James is the best. He's the freaking best. And I don't share him with very many people. So (laughs) I know I feel so hashtag blessed, hashtag honored. And um, no, I was really excited to talk to him. I've never done this before, right? Like I've never had any control over my cover or like what's going on with it. 
and also you know um I, yeah i'm really really excited so that's that's fun so many fun things happening you guys yeah. I can't wait to is, see it. Yeah, me too. Um, so anything else? I don't think so. No. I'm kind right. of slap happy now, so I don't know what I said. <laughs> so Gabby, where Scary. can we find you and hit you up for beta reads? Or no, other uh, way around. Let you know that we can beta read for you. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at GMarieWrites and also on TikTok at GMarieWrites. And that is it. I don't go to the hellscape. That is Twitter. No. So yeah. Fair. I mean, I do, but not with my writing account. No. Yeah. And Smart. SJ, where can we find you? Hey. I'm everywhere. SJ Tilly author. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Join my Beanbag Reader group on Facebook. We have a good time. I do a lot of giveaways. I do a lot of giveaways mm-hmm. on all my platforms. So if you want a chance to win, find me. And you can just go to sjtilly.com. I got all my links in there, guys. Nobody gives away a book like SJ Tilly, let me tell you. <laughs> no. Um, also, just to be just to clarify, your TikTok is s.j.tilly. There's no author, I don't think. Oh, that might be true. <laughs> I think I you've been know. advertising it differently. <laughs> you know what? It's fine though. Go to my uh, website. I have a link. It'll be fine. You can find her, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and you can find me. I'm Kat at Catwin Author. That's C-A-T-W-Y-N-N. Uh, with the word author on most platforms. You can um, also find me on my website at catwinauthor.com, which there's nothing really there. But if you start going, maybe I'll start posting. Actually, I get a lot of hits on my website, which is really strange because I'm like, what are you guys looking for? That's what amazing. are you looking for here? There's nothing here. I need to start blogging on I my website. website. It's not good. There's nothing there. It's just a landing page. It's just kind of a landing page. There's literally like nothing there. Um, But I will start blogging, I think, because uh, I'm the kind of bitch that blogs. I'm the (laughs) kind of bitch that grew up on Live Journal. I'm the kind of bitch that is still living in 2003. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, That's great. Also, if you like this podcast and you like us, you can find us at Tall, Dark, and Fictional. And on Instagram, that's Tall, Dark, Fictional with no and. On Twitter and TikTok, you can find us at on TDF Pod. Um, hit us up. Send us messages. You guys do send us occasionally messages. Actually, we haven't been getting messages lately. Come on. Send us some notes. Yeah. Don't you miss send us? us? Some love. Yeah. Maybe we haven't been posting enough either. Um, <laughs> don't worry. So we now have my dog also barking in the mix, which I yeah. I don't know. She's staring out a dark door and barking. So I'm feeling 10 out of 10 safe in my house right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Gabby, thank you for coming on. Esther, thank you for doing this late episode. Thanks um, for having me. I love, I love that we have our group and I'm so excited to read your book. Thanks. Thank you. This is fun. And as always, everybody, thanks for coming. Drop that music. All right. I remember someone so bright then. I was really trying not to cry then. I was really hugging you goodbye then. You can run my MP3 when I'm dead.